Let's get down to business. Thanks for coming out tonight. I wrote me a manual, a step by step booklet for you to get. Oh, I make money moves. Hey guys, welcome back to a, another edition of the Massive Joe's Show, Fitness Times Business, a very special edition for you guys today. I'm sitting here in the offices of a company called Compound Solutions in a part of California called Carlsbad, just outside of San Diego here in the US of A. And I'm sitting across from their CEO, a gentleman by the name of Matt Titlow. Matt how you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm <laughs> fantastic. Thank you for your uh, for your time and uh, and and uh, being a willing participant on the Massive Joe Show. I'm excited for this podcast because uh, a little bit, little bit of background to Compound Solutions for the listeners who may not be aware. Compound Solutions is, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. an ingredient company effectively in the sports supplement industry. So you guys are responsible for some very, very popular ingredients that are, that are becoming quite widespread in, in sports supplementation ingredients, such as teocrine, dynamine, Vaso 6, Go BHB, mm-hmm. uh, Carb 10, uh, the list goes on and on. I, right. could, I could probably be here for a few minutes yes. listing them off. Yes. Uh, but you, are, you guys are the company behind these ingredients that, uh, that are finding their way into, into a bunch of different supplements from a bunch of different companies. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm excited for this podcast because this is it's kind of a different topic uh, compared to people that I've interviewed before. I usually interview owners of particular supplement companies, um, but you kind of sit in this unique space uh, where Compound Solutions is feeding a lot of these ingredients to these different supplement companies. Um, so you have a lot of different touch points within the industry, um, which makes me very excited because I'm interested to hear, uh, you know, about how all this kind of plays out. Mm-hmm. But before we get into that, Fitness Times Business, I want to give the listeners background to you, background mm-hmm. to Matt Titlow, CEO of Compound Solutions. Mm-hmm. Where did it all start? Give us mm-hmm. a bit of context here. So let's start, let's start with the, the fitness side of things. Where did this, where was the seed planted for you, Matt? I think, man, it's, uh, to start from the beginning, uh, hopefully it's not too boring, but I, just like most of your listeners, I start off playing sports, mm-hmm. all sports, all the time, and, and continue to this day really being a, a, a sports fanatic. Uh, frankly, I got sick of running. That was like maybe 10 years old, 11 years old. You're playing soccer, you're running for yep. miles or kilometers and you're just, you're just tired of it. So I ended up, yes, yeah, still running, but you know, playing basketball and other sports. Fast forward to, let's say college, I started lifting weights. Believe it or not, I went to high school. So here it's ninth grade, you're probably 14-ish. Mm-hmm. And I went to high school at about, I think it was about five feet, a hundred pounds. So we're talking, what is that? 40, 42, 45 kilos, kilos something like yeah, that. Yeah. I mean, it, you are wafer thin. Mm-hmm. I went to then college. So I'm about 18, something like that. I was six, five, 150 pounds. Wow. So, you know, what is that? 70 kilos, 65 kilos, something like that. Yeah. It is, it, you, you look almost unhealthy, but I just, that was simply the, the body type. I started... I started lifting weights in college and literally going all the time with uh, with buddies. And I have not 
had an ounce of natural strength ever <laughs> in my entire life. Not not one. Every pull up has been earned. Every deadlift, every everything has been has been earned from day one. And obviously you have some people who are, you know, naturally strong. Mm-hmm. That is not me. That is not me. <laughs> you had to work. It, I had to work for every damn thing. Yeah. So uh, let's say did that through those four years, kept on playing sports after after college for, for some time, but continued to lift weights. Um, during that time, I was then went to grad school. So speaking of fitness and business, so mm-hmm. I went to grad school after, after undergrad. I was um, an MBA at uh, Arizona State and Thunderbird, so I was interested in, in international business and languages. Mm-hmm. From there, I... Um, I got a job here. So that was 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. I started at Compound Solutions. My father actually started the business. Mm-hmm. That was 20 years ago that he started. And uh, it was really uh, amino acids and some other ingredients really for like infant formula and things of that sort. So not mm-hmm. dedicated to sports. Mm-hmm. Maybe 14 years ago, I started getting into sports nutrition. I realized that it was growing, that people really weren't paying attention Mm -hmm. and that we could. Plus I was interested for many, many years ago. Mm -hmm. So that's when I would say is, gosh, I'd I'd say it's about 13, 14 years ago, Mm -hmm. we started with Carnus and beta alanine. And a lot of people know beta alanine now. It's in almost every pre-workout in the world. And we built that from, gosh, you know, something around a thousand kilos a year to more than uh, maybe a million kilos a year. So, so you're saying carnis and beta alanine was a compound solution ingredient? It was, we built that. Wow. Yes, yes. That's, I never knew that. Yeah, so <laughs> so Natural Alternatives still has, owns that patent. Yeah. They were, you know, running literally about a thousand kilos a year about 13 years ago through EAS. Uh-huh. Um, but that was nothing. Mm-hmm. So... You know, it got in maybe let's say let's call it 11, 12 years ago mm-hmm. into No Explode. Mm-hmm. That was mm-hmm. that was me. BSN, yeah, yeah, BSN. That really popularized it. Uh-huh. So I always have a little shout out, you know, to to No Explode. You know, kind of like the like the OG of of, of pre workouts, but also what helped put you know us on the map. You yeah. know, I always I say you know that was me, but when in fact, hey man, you always have. People along the way, right? Of course, my dad yeah. helped out. Yep. you know, I, you know, uh, you know, a lot of people in my life have helped out, including mm-hmm. you know the people behind you know No Explode. Mm-hmm. You know that that helped kind of help me break through. Um, about gosh, maybe four or five years, maybe five years ago, they said, "Hey, you know, thanks for building it, but you know, um, you know, we're gonna part ways." Mm-hmm. So about four years ago. Uh, we took on T-Green mm-hmm. and some really good people behind that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're the, the IP, the intellectual property company behind that. It's called Ortho Nutra. Mm-hmm. Really, really good people. And I have to always, you know, really give uh, a shout out to those guys for betting on Compound Solutions and mm-hmm. betting on me mm-hmm. um, because they trusted a smaller company when they had other bigger companies who could distribute it. Mm-hmm. But they didn't. They didn't go with those guys. They went with uh, us. And I got to think it's a little bit of passion. So you said, what's the fitness part of that? Mm -hmm. Well, the passion Mm -hmm. is really maximizing human potential. And we're really, really serious about that. Mm -hmm. So even though I'm still that skinny dude, 
skinny dudes gotta lift weights too, right? You gotta deadlift, <laughs> you gotta do some pull-ups, you gotta, you know, you gotta do some incline press, right? Yep. And uh, I've always been in, infatuated with greatness mm. and I'm interested in everything. Mm-hmm. So like, for example, last night, I was up until four in the morning reading a book on the gut-brain axis and dysbiosis, you know, in other words, you know, when you have, you know, too many French fries you know, you have bad fuel, you know, you can create leaky gut. Mm-hmm. That can lead to, you know, cognitive dysfunction. So in other words, the author, you know, and the researchers, you know, who are behind, behind that and, 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 you know, researching the, the gut microbiome and the influence of various foods on the brain, mm-hmm. the whole gut micro, microbiome, like I, I, I'm not, I don't just enjoy it. Like I'm enthralled by it and I'm really, really, you know, inspired by people who just care that much. Well, when you're deadlifting 600 pounds or something like that and the bar is bending, in the exact same way, I'm really re-inspired, inspired by people who really are that intense to get in there and do that. Mm-hmm. When it's uncomfortable and it's heavy and you don't want to do it, and that's when you go harder, mm-hmm. I, I, I enjoy that. Someone who's trying to get to, let's say, 6% body fat, that... You know, I, I really and genuinely is inspired and I want to talk to that person because I feel like it's greatness in many parts of your life that lead to that singular greatness. Mm-hmm. You know, yes, we're talking about 6% body fat, but there are a number of things that you got to do to get there, mm-hmm. like discipline, just flat out effort. And I'm really inspired by just effort. That's all we, I really care about in this business is that you can succeed or fail. I'm cool with that. Mm-hmm. But I'm not okay with a lack of effort because mm-hmm. I can't train effort. But I can train, you know, about, you know, what leucine does. Skills. I, I can yeah. train skills, but yeah. I can't train effort. Mm-hmm. So that was a long-winded answer for, man, now we're here today and we truly are looking at ingredients all the time to maximize human potential. Mm-hmm. We believe that like high glycemic carbohydrates don't in the mass market you know, lead to you know, maximize human potential. For mm-hmm. example, mm-hmm. we feel like it's highly specialized. We're not really in that market. So we would never launch a high glycemic carbohydrate. Though someone might be into it, right? And it might be good for that, for that person at that one time. We're really going for things that would, you know, be adaptogenic, like Pico two, mm-hmm. and and uh, lead to you know greater endurance and greater power. Mm-hmm. Or Go BHB, who's you know someone who's looking to support an intermittent fasting regimen, or Tcreen, because I really believe in the power of dopamine in terms of mood and motivation. If you've ever tried just a regular pre workout and then tried one with like Tcreen or Dynamine or both. I don't know what you feel like, but it is night and day. Like, it's like that motivation that, I mean, it's really funny because people talk about like beast mode, for example, and you can be a skinny dude feeling like you're King Kong in the gym because of like that (laughs) dopamine agonism. Like you're just like, it's it's just super, super uh, cool and motivating. So that's where we are today. Hopefully, that was enough context and didn't bore everyone to death right there. I want to uh, I, I, I want to back up a little bit because I, I really you know I'm I'm particularly interested and in, I'm sure the listeners are as well. You know where the 
this the actual seed gets planted. So compound solutions, obviously, you guys are you know in the ingredients business, and you started you know with performance sports, and then college, you you got into you know the weightlifting side of things. Mm-hmm. At what point did you did it kind of I guess click, and you said you know there's there's some things I can be ingesting, some things I can be putting in my body that's actually going to help my increase, you know, increase my performance or help right. me achieve my goals. Right. You know, at what point does, right. does that, because you're, you're, you know, right. you're very early on in sports supplementation. I mean, your own right. journey, right. Um, you know, you're talking late nineties, early two thousands, I'm guessing. Yeah, exactly. College. So that's very yeah. early on in the industry. Yeah. Where where did that come from? When when like sports supplements weren't around. Now you go right. into the gym, everyone's yeah. having BCAAs, pre workouts, so it's there. But back when you were doing that, you, you would have been one of the first. Yeah, it was. I wish I could say I was like a really smart guy, but I had a, <laughs> such a stupid. I have a stupid story. Uh, hopefully, you guys are uh, you guys will laugh about how ridiculous it is. So. I would just bonk, right? I mean, uh-huh. skinny because my metabolism is like a damn hummingbird. Yeah. So working out for an hour, I mean, I go from like zero to nothing really, really fast. Like I need sure. food, uh-huh. you know? And so I got to the point where I just, every time I worked out, I would just feel like trash mm-hmm. when I walked out. Like people get a high, I got a low. Yep. But I didn't realize until I took a Snickers beforehand. Mm-hmm. And Snickers was like, <laughs> it was money. Like, I was like, my God, you know, like, I'm, I'm King Kong again. Like, I'm back. Like, yeah. like this is, I'm amazing, man. I'm, I'm there. Uh-huh. And then I realized, wow, well, you know, maybe it wasn't, you know, Snickers. It was mm-hmm. just the fact that I actually had fuel. Mm-hmm. You know, I was just burning through calories at an ungodly rate. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I realized, gosh, you know, I could take branch chains and mm-hmm. things of that sort. Mm-hmm. So I started getting into, you know, the stuff that we had around, you know, very, very early on, you mm-hmm. know, you know, proteins and branch chains basically is really what we're talking about. And I started just supplementing with that. So the actual genesis was just, just bonking, mm-hmm. just absolutely feeling like trash, having some food and realizing, man, I don't have to you know, get diabetes while I, you know, while I work out, I could actually like just have some branch chains and stuff like that. So sure. that's, that's, that's how it all happened. So almost kind of out of, out of frustration, I guess. Yeah. You, just were, you, like, were, you were looking for a solution. Yeah. Just necessity. Just, well, uh, yeah. Even better. Yeah. Necessity. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I love hearing, you know, this is, this is, this is magical for me because this is like grassroots of sports supplementation. Yeah. Um, you know, back, I mean, back when you're right, but you know, when we first yeah. started that, that yeah. was it, it was protein powders and, and BCAAs and, yeah, that was and creatine. You know, yeah, pretty much. exactly. Now we have all these amazing ingredients that do all these different things, but yeah. back at the grassroots level, that was, you know, it was Snickers bars or protein powder <laughs> yes and then it got like really sophisticated with like a bar yeah you know yeah, like a bar. bar not a good one just a bar yeah yeah, yeah. so i started hitting those as well mm-hmm. and then so you you briefly touched on where the business side came in mm-hmm. um you know college post-grad um you said that you did an mba mm-hmm. where did you know where did that drive, I guess, come from to, to go into business? You, you said your father started Compound Solutions. Right. Um, but, you know, 
some people, I guess, kind of have an, an entrepreneurial streak, so to speak, and, right. and want to go into business, whereas other people, right. you know, want to get a job and, and kind yeah. of work for somebody else. Where did where did where was that seed planted with yeah. you? You know, I was in business school and it was a little zero sum. Mm-hmm. You know, I when you lose, it was kind of, you know, alpha male sort of stuff, and and that was all good, but it was like braided bells talking about your golf game, and frankly, I didn't care, mm-hmm. and I just thought, man. You know, when Dial Soap came to recruit at the school and I realized I couldn't care less about soap, I thought, man, I got to do something different. Mm -hmm. But man, I needed a job, right? Mm -hmm. Like you can't just, you know, pontificate about what you don't want to do. At some point you have to make a decision what you do want to do. So I literally sat back and just brainstormed the most easy one, which is what the hell do I want to do? And I thought, what do I like? And I like beer and sports. Uh So I literally got an internship with Miller Brewing Company and I was going to go do that until my dad said, Hey, why don't, you know, why don't you come work for me? He was the kind of dad who, you know, wanted you to work three times harder for half the wage. Yep. So it's good. You know, I think the kid who gets a job because daddy got it for him is the kid who should get or kind of. I don't know, gets beat up on the playground, right? You know, kind of egotistical, kind of entitled, kind of drives you nuts. So it's kind of good to be like, hey, look, you know, thanks for coming, but you're going to sit in the lab and make mediocre beverages for a long time and search PubMed for 300 hours before you, you know, get to sell anything. Mm -hmm. So then, you know, I started making, you know, 50, 60, 70 calls a day, just hardcore, Mm -hmm. um, you know, um, you know, getting into the, getting into the business. Um, but really, I, I, I would say the, I, I, don't, I don't say I was like inspired per se to take the entrepreneurial tag. Mm-hmm. I think it was really just looking at what I liked, again, beer and sports, mm-hmm. started talking with my dad, nutraceuticals. I didn't want to just jam something into someone's hand into consumer goods because I just needed a job. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't know, profit with purpose, I guess. So... I started working for uh, my dad, as as I told you here at at Compound Solutions, and then I started looking for a vision. Mm-hmm. Like we were selling like joint supplements and things of that sort, which, again, glucosamine and chondroitin isn't sexy. Mm-hmm. I didn't really care, frankly. Mm-hmm. And it was it was money without a soul. Sure. And that's when I started kind of thinking about like sports and sports performance and your again, passion the passion and mm-hmm. like truly maximize human potential. Mm-hmm. So then I got into, you know, beta and then I got into t and then dynamine and GoBHB and Vaso6 and Pico2 and things of this sort. And so now it's not just about that. It's about uh, a gardening initi- initiative we call the pharmacy initiative with an F mm-hmm. uh, for like farm and pharmacy as in the pharmacy initiative because we really believe in supplementing tomatoes, not French fries. Mm-hmm. So yes, we're gonna have certain ingredients that that do help you deadlift more, or or you know, you know, give you a little kick of motivation or mm-hmm. energy. Mm-hmm. But we also want to make sure that we give back and you know, plant some gardens for some kids, so that the diabetes epidemic is is um, is reversed, mm-hmm. and that it's on us to do that because we believe that we are the ones here uh, responsible for this change. Mm -hmm. We are who we need, Mm -hmm. that they aren't the responsible ones. We are the responsible ones. So 
that's, that's what we're doing, maximizing human potential, both on the ingredient side and on the food side. I'm interested to, to uh, delve a little bit deeper into the point where I guess you, 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 you started working for Compound Solutions, your dad was running the company, mm-hmm. more into not, let's say, not sports supplements, a bunch mm-hmm. of other stuff, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you've kind of come in and you've got this interest and this passion in, in increasing performance from a mm-hmm. sub- sports supplementation perspective. Mm-hmm. How did that transitional period go down? Mm-hmm. You know, obviously, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing by what you've told yeah. me about your father, probably pretty strong-minded, yeah. pretty stubborn, yeah. business is going in one direction. And then you've come in and you're like, eh, I want to take it in another direction. Yeah. How did, how did that kind of go down? Well, it, it, he definitely was skeptical, mm-hmm. uh, but he was an amazing person. Like, yes, skeptical, yes, hard, but also, um, you know, really open, you know, uh, incredibly kind and, mm-hmm. um, you know, simply a good person. So... As long as I got my job done, mm-hmm. can like you know provide your reasoning, mm-hmm. right? And it doesn't have to be on company hours, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you can bust rear for forty hours and then do the other forty, you know, proving that sports is a way to go. Mm-hmm. So I did, you know, work sixty, eighty hours, like just do that for the next you know decade. Mm-hmm. Work eighty hours, see what happens. Mm-hmm. But not eighty hours because you're putting in FaceTime, but eighty hours because you actually are literally grinding out every single minute mm-hmm. of that 80 to, to, to make it, to make it work. And yeah, you know, you don't have to like convince anyone of everything. You just have to do it. So the first thing was just like, Hey, look, um, how about we go into sports? Here's a growth that I'm seeing. What do you think? Well, you know, on your own time, rock and roll. So, <laughs> so I was like, all right, let's do it. And he had a really good friend, uh, Mark Ledoux from Natural Alternatives, literally at a Denny's, which for your audience is just kind of a, kind of a diner, I guess, uh, very uh, lowbrow, not esoteric in any way. Mm-hmm. You think bacon and eggs. And literally the stereotype is that you uh, cut deals on napkins. Mm-hmm. Actually, it's true. Literally on a physical <laughs> napkin, he was like, okay, well, the cost is this, this, you know, the price should be Y, you know, we'll split this, you know, have, you know, a certain fund allocated to, you know, marketing and legal and R&D and blah, blah, blah. And I was young and, uh, you know, I looked young as well. I looked like, you know, Doogie Hauser, you know, so... He was kind of like pat me on the head, let him go, like see if Barry's son, my, my father's name is Barry. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you know, let's see if Barry's son can do anything. He's only a thousand kilos a year. What do I have to lose? Yeah. See if this kid can do anything. So he's let me go. And so did my dad. So kind of on my own time, I would, you know, make a bunch of calls trying to make bait Allen happen in the industry. And mm-hmm. yeah, you know, give it eight years and travel around the world and call 50 to 60 people a day, you know? Mm-hmm work 80 hours, you know, work on, you know, researching PubMed a couple hundred hours, you know, and things happen, mm-hmm. right? Just effort. Mm-hmm. That's what, that's what it was. Get, not Get out what you put in, right? Yeah, man. Not science, just effort. Yeah. 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 This, this, uh, transitional period, um, so you've gone, so you've gone, you've gone carnison beta alanine, 
you've started with a thousand kilos a year, mm-hmm. you've put in work, you're starting to see that come back and, and, and return. Mm-hmm. But this is still very early on in the sports supplement piece, right? In right, terms very. of the, in terms of the whole industry. Very. Right. Yeah. It's when NO explode. Yeah. Was starting to get like BSN first, you know, was yeah. first doing, you know, I, I remember NO explode quite vividly because it was my first pre-workout right. uh, that I ever took. Yep. So then where, where, where do you go from there? What's, what, what happens next, right? Yeah. You've got this one ingredient, you're selling, you know, in the big scheme of things, not really that much, but at the time mm-hmm. it was, you know, it was a fair bit of, of one very specific sports supplement ingredient. Right. What then happens? Like what's the yeah. next step for compound? So the next step is um, there, there was and is a patent on beta alanine, believe uh-huh. it or not. Uh-huh. And... So I had to convince people who had been using it to switch, which mm-hmm. was difficult because they'd been using it and they thought, you know, how in the hell can you patent beta alanine? So, you know, com- so companies were using beta alanine, but not the not the not, pa- not that the patented, yeah, not properly and not the patented version. So they, they were breaching intellectual They're, property. They were breaching. So that was a tough conversation, right? Yeah, it was kind of like you know, yeah. go to hell. I hate you. <laughs> you know, I mean, it wasn't pretty at all, yeah. right? Like. You know, it, it was tough. And so, again, to, you know, again, reiterate my appreciation for those, you know, behind NO Explode, you know, they signed off on accepting the intellectual property. Mm-hmm. And we bandwagoned it. You know, look, I mean, it's a badass pre-workout. Why don't you do it too? Mm-hmm. So we bandwagoned that. Mm-hmm. And said, like I said, it's good. You should too. Well, I also had you know, really good support from our partners legally. Mm -hmm. So obviously we didn't go that direction, you know, uh, right off. I mean, this is not the right approach to do business, Mm -hmm. right? It's, uh, it's really just trying to create a, you know, a value proposition to have a a decent relationship and be a good person. You want, you want businesses to work with you because they want to work with you, right? right? Not because they have to. Exactly. So I think, you know, if you went out and talked to all the people that, you know, we did business with early on. I think they would say that, you know, I was, you know, a decent person, mm-hmm. you know, in, in the approach, mm-hmm. you know, of saying, hey, look, you know, there's some IP here. Can we, you know, work out a deal to work together? Mm-hmm. And yes, uh, we did get a lot of buy-in, mm-hmm. thank God. And again, much appreciation to all those people who, who supported us. And yes, uh, our partners did... Um, have legal battles for mm-hmm. years mm-hmm. along with, um, uh, you know, against some of the, the major players in the industry. So again, um, I appreciate our, our partners for, you know, for enduring that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was millions, you know, they didn't just spend, you know, a thousand dollars. I'm talking like 7 million. Mm-hmm. That's legit money. Mm-hmm. And uh, sure, we had a legal fund. Absolutely. You know, for every kilo that we sold, you know, there was that and we contributed to it as Compound Solutions. Sure. But the fact is, is that they were tough as nails and really defended the patent. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you don't always have partners who do that. So, you know, much respect to all those people who supported us on, on both sides. Mm-hmm. Um, one little last shout out. Roger Harris. He's the guy who originally um, got the patent, mm-hmm. and Roger Harris was the guy, along with others. And by the way, there are other pe- other people on the patent, but Roger Harris is the guy who brought creatine to the market, mm-hmm. and that was through EAS many many years ago. Mm-hmm. And 
people, you know, can shout out, you know, Anthony Almada and Ed Bird and all these other guys. And again, I just want to um, say, you know, props to to uh, Roger Harris for being the pioneer. And, you know, I feel like, you know, part of the money that we have today, you know, is because of Roger. Mm-hmm. You know, so my success is part Roger, part NEI, part NO Explode, you know, part, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger for making the industry. So anyway, little shout out to those guys for making us who we are. All the dots joining together, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So then where do we go from Carnison B to Alanine? What hap- What's the next ingredient? Where do you, where do you spawn out to next? Yeah. So, um, I was at, I think it was Supply Side West and, um, if I can name names, um, um, I was passing Sean Wells, you know, and he's like, Hey man, you know, good to see you. We hadn't seen each other. He'd, he'd been working at Diamantize and uh, he said, gosh, you know, you should look at this new ingredient mm-hmm. and it's from, um, uh, some guys, you know, Hector Lopez and Tim Ziegenfuss, I saw their data and it was a dopamine agonist and mm-hmm. it was T-Cream. Mm-hmm. I was super, super, you know, enthusiastic because of this dopamine agonism. It was just, it wasn't just an adenosine inhibitor like caffeine is. And that dual action was super, yeah, interesting to me. Mm-hmm. I was enthralled. So um, we're into the next level, which is, you know, would you be interested in distributing our ingredient? Well, they had 10 other suitors. Mm-hmm. We beat out those other 10 and, um, you know, kind of like the rest is history. It went into Nutribolt, which is now, you know, C4, mm-hmm. got into Dimatize and Muscle Farm and, you know, it's in most major sports companies in the world now, mm-hmm. you know, I'm great, grateful to say. And now it's kind of making its way into nootropics, mm-hmm. energy drinks, mm-hmm things of this sort. So T-Cream's in more than 200 SKUs and really kind of taking off in many, many different uh, areas. Then after T-Cream, I believe we got involved with keto. I think that was the next space mm-hmm. that we got involved in because low carb was a mega trend mm-hmm. and is a mega trend. You know, keto may come and go. We'll see the actual word mm-hmm. keto, uh, but low carb isn't. Mm-hmm. You know, we've had... 30 years of too high, you know, maybe 40 years of, you know, carbohydrate-laden diets, thanks to Ansel Keys manipulating studies. And it's our job to have the next 30 years of protein and carbs, uh, sorry, protein and, and fat. Mm-hmm. So what's part of that? Well, keto. So we got involved with that with uh, GoBHB. Um, and that is, again, beta-hydroxybutyrate. But then we really are starting to launch some of the fats. So not just MCT, but think of other fat powders. So, you know, avocado, macadamia nut, you know, uh, CLA, things of this sort. Um, Then about, that was probably three years ago. Mm -hmm. Then about, I would say two years ago, somewhere, maybe a year and a half ago, was Vaso 6. And that was really, kind of the genesis of that was... um, Really looking for something that wasn't just nitric oxide based, but, you know, something that would actually like relax veins, you know, Mm -hmm. endothelial dependent relaxation. It was patented. And so you look at right now this industry that has vasoconstrictor and caffeine, but Mm -hmm. a vasodilator and nitric oxide. Mm -hmm. How do you reconcile those two? 
those two stories. It's our job to reconcile those two stories. And Vaso 6 is that reconciliation. Mm-hmm. And we're going to post that. Mm-hmm. We're going to post that content. Right around this time was Pico 2. And um, that is fantastic because we've always believed in adaptogens. Mm-hmm. You know, adapting to physical and mental stress has always been, I feel like, kind of like the cutting edge of, you know, sports nutrition, right? Like everything from like a rhodiola to a curcumin to a ginseng, ashwagandha, mm-hmm. and now Pico 2, which is cordyceps mainly. Mm-hmm. Um and the studies were remarkable. And the actual anecdotes, yeah, I mean, we can have clinical studies, but the the actual anecdotes were insane. You'd have people like literally take two grams a day for seven days, come back and like they deadlifted like 25 more pounds. Like not like five, like 25, mm. like 12 kilos. You're like, in a week? They're like, yeah. yeah. I mean, it was legit. It was incredible. We get incredible anecdotes of people like running more easily. Like literally heart rates are like the beats per minute. They, they actually like measure, come back, you know, two weeks, three weeks later, and they're running faster with fewer beats per minute. Like, this is ridiculous. So right around the times of Pico2, adaptogens, then you got like, you know, keto and go BHB, basal six, all this sort of stuff is kind of happening at a similar time. Mm-hmm. And now, gosh, recently, maybe about a year ago, we started getting into CBD. Mm-hmm. So hemp oil, because we believe that again, part of this whole system of, you know, maximizing human potential involves the immune system and the cognitive, you know, brain and body, mm-hmm. you know, mind and body, let's mm-hmm. call it. And the endocannabinoid system spans both. And CBD activates both the brain and the body, the immune system. Mm-hmm. And so really is what we're really talking about. Again, is just maximizing human potential. And then you look for ingredients that fit that philosophy. Mm-hmm. As opposed to looking for an ingredient that make money, we're looking for an ingredient that fits the philosophy. Mm-hmm. And when it fits the philosophy, we believe we can make money at it. Mm-hmm. But it's not about making money. It's about making money for purpose. Mm-hmm. So we believe in it. We don't sell it if we don't believe in it. And that's where we are today. So this is all, this has happened quite quickly, if I'm not mistaken. Because, oh. I, you know, I, my first kind of exposure to, to Compound Solutions, the first time that I heard about you guys, mm-hmm. was when Tia Cream first came out. Mm-hmm. So four or five years ago, when mm-hmm. there was this new ingredient, there was a particular brand that, we were doing business with, um, we don't anymore, but but back then we did. And the owner of this brand was showing me this new product that they had and it had this ingredient, teacrine in it. And mm-hmm. so he was telling me about teacrine and that was my first exposure to, to Compound Solutions. Right. So we're talking there, we're talking 2013, 2014. Mm-hmm. And then it just seems like you guys have just gone bam mm-hmm. with all these, in, the ones you just listed, plus many, right. many more right. within you know the last four or five years. Right. Um, why? What's caused that? Like how? Yeah. How you know how you were kind of cruising, and then you've like you've just switched on the turbos right. in, in the last four or five years and just exploded. Right. Right. Talk, talk me through that. Yeah. So maybe this gets to the business side. Yeah. You know, about, you know, you said fitness and business. Definitely. All right. So here's here's the business. So necessity is a mother of invention. Mm-hmm. Uh, and sometimes life kicks you in the ass, and sometimes you know you you. Um, you're disappointed, you feel entitled and and it's kind of a first world problem, mm-hmm. you know, in hindsight. 
but you really needed something to to shock your world. Mm-hmm. And that was losing, you know, beta alanine. It was like, hey man, thank you for absolutely, you know, crushing it for us. We made a ton of money, but you know, go fly a kite. Mm-hmm. So we had to do something else. And you guys, so you guys were, you were distributing Carnison for right. the better part of 10 years? Uh, yeah, I yeah. would say somewhere around there, like eight to 10, okay. somewhere, somewhere around that line. You know, uh, I, I can't remember exactly, but somewhere mm-hmm. around probably a minimum of eight, maximum of 10, but Good probably somewhere around eight or nine. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, you know, we were distributing a bunch of commodities and things of that sort. So branch chains, I mean, you know, things of that sort. And that was cool, but you know, maybe I was a little comfortable, right? Mm-hmm. And I wasn't mm-hmm. who I was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. So when you're not who you're supposed to be, sometimes life kicks you in the ass when you don't kick yourself. Mm-hmm. So that was at the time that, you know, um, the guys behind T-Cream presented T-Cream to us. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one thing led to another. So as that was, Carnison was exiting, mm-hmm. we were entering T-Cream. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you know, you don't want to be a one-hit wonder, right? So just... Actually, you know, just flat out effort, just relentlessness. You know, I have two kids, you know, I have a wife, you know, what sort of role model are you to your kids? Mm-hmm. It's not rhetorical. Mm-hmm. You know, like really, like, who do you want them to see? So, you know, the one hit wonder, you know, do you want to leave a mark? Is there a vacuum when you leave? Or are you just some other distributor that, you know, no one really cares about? So I want to be remembered, mm-hmm. right? I want to be the the one who, you know, people want to work, you know, for, you know, I want to be the one who people want to work with, you mm-hmm. know, business, business, mm-hmm. you know, I want to be the one who is, you know, the first ingredient supplier to generate consumer awareness for an ingredient mm-hmm. to have it pull, you know, pull off the shelves, you know, actually have it add value to the actual brand, mm-hmm. you know, you know, people buy cars, but they don't buy the tires, you know, on the car. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's tires. But if someone really like infatuated the tires, maybe, but they're really buying the car. Mm-hmm. We want to make the tires so cool that it makes the brand or the product, the car, even that much more cool. Mm-hmm. So we really want to um, really make, you know, make a difference on the ingredient side, something that no one's ever done. Mm-hmm. You know, with various content, branding, things of that sort, um, but also with research. There's no other ingredient supplier of our size that I think has spent this amount of money with its partners on research. Mm-hmm. Partners on research. I mean, we're spending well over a million dollars a year on research. We're a small company. Mm-hmm. People spend a lot, a lot more than that every day. Like this is nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're studying probiotics and you're you're a behemoth. They, they look at a million dollars and like, okay, well, they, I call that Tuesday, <laughs> you know, <laughs> we're small, right? You know, we're, you know, we're barely over 20 employees. And, you know, so for us, you know, that's a big chunk of change. And I, um, again, give, you know, much respect to our partners who feel the exact same way. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're paying for this too. We're, you know, this is not just our expense. It, you know, Compound Solutions expense, it's ours as partners. So, mm-hmm. um, again, um, yeah, just, uh, you know, kind of a, a joint effort to, um, to, you know, to go from kind of a one hit wonder in, in beta alanine and, and, 
try to crush it with with multiple ingredients and be a little bit more diversified um, over the last three four years. We've literally a hundred percent completely transformed the company to a commodity based distributor mm-hmm. to very few commodities, if any, mm-hmm. do we do we distribute anymore. Yeah, we've completely 100% changed the company over the last three years. I love hearing this because, uh, you know, as often happens in business, you, you come up against challenges and you come up against, uh, you know, things that, that sometimes you can't foresee. And with the bid alanine situation, obviously you couldn't foresee that. Um, but I think it takes a, you know, there's two ways you can react to something like that happening. I think, you know, some people kind of, you know, take it as a bit of a knockout and, you know, get knocked out by it. And then other people, you know, take it as a, as a bit of a challenge and, and a bit of a hurdle and, uh, you know, can kind of feed off the energy that that supplies, uh, you know, to, to take things up to the next level. And obviously you, you are the latter, uh, you know, Compound Solutions has, has yeah. been the latter has taken that challenge taken that situation of being uncomfortable and, and kind of used it to to motivate you and motivate the business and really take the business into the next level. So, yeah. uh, you know, this is the first time that I've heard that, that you, I, I personally have always wondered like where, why in just the last short period of time has Compound Solutions exploded? And yeah. this is the answer right here is, you know, you, you, you took that as motivation and, uh, and, and flipped it on its head, which is, which is great to hear. Very yeah. inspirational from, yeah. from my perspective. Yeah. You know, we are absolutely relentless. Uh You know, we will, you can punch us in the face as hard as you want Mm. and we'll cry and then we'll get up and break your arm. (laughs) That's what it's about. That's what it's about. But, but, but no, the reason why I say that and, Mm -hmm. and portray like that level of relentlessness is because this is what in, this is what inspires us about the industry. Like I say that, like, you know, it, it sounds kind of like, maybe that sounded a little too, out maybe the maybe not the appropriate analogy. It was just basically saying that you know uh, we'll get back up and and we'll fight. But the reason it, it isn't just you know about us. It's because you know we see people like you who want to compete. Mm-hmm. You know, and who are competing at the highest of levels. Mm-hmm. Like how are we going to sit back and kind of like cruise mm-hmm. when you are extending that level of effort? I just cannot see. And we cannot see these these videos that are being posted on Instagram or see these guys up on stage and then just like not make the phone call, mm-hmm. like not write the content, like show up late, leave early. Like it just it, it just seems too disingenuous. Mm-hmm. So maybe I didn't I didn't make the right analogy there. I'd maybe have a calmer uh, <laughs> analogy there. That was, I know, love it, man. Yeah. But keep, keep, keep the violent yeah, analogies but, but, going. But that relentlessness, it, you know, I, I don't want it to make it appear as if, you know, it, it's, it's about us. Uh-huh. It's really about us looking at those in our industry and saying, man, if Arnold can do what he did, mm-hmm. Well, then at the very least, can't we extend just as much effort? Mm-hmm. Like there's only one Arnold. We can't be Arnold, but, but damn, can't we, mm-hmm. can't we try? Mm-hmm. That's, that's why we've transformed in the last three, three years. And I think, you know, uh, my colleagues, you know, uh, feed off of that and they, you know, aren't sitting back either. Right. It's not the mat show. Mm-hmm. It's 20 to 25 other people. 
it's not my show at all. And so, uh, you know, kudos to those uh, partners of ours internally who've, who've helped kind of, you know, make, you know, get this thing off the ground and turn it into a, you know, kind of a, a better content machine and a better ingredient supplier and a better partner and, you know, sure. make better people out of us all. Yeah. I want to talk a little bit about the the innovation side of Compound Solutions and, and just to contextualize that a little bit. A lot of um, ingredient manufacturers, ingredient distributors aren't doing any sort of consumer education, consumer content, any of that sort of stuff where you guys have really invested quite heavily in that side of the business. That's something that, that kind of caught my eye with, with Compound Solutions is you're doing a lot of content, you're, you know, written content, video content, audio content, hence the podcast we're doing right, right. now. Um, you guys are investing a lot in that side of the business where historically, you know, ingredient manufacturers and ingredient distributors, I guess they, you know, they haven't done that sort of consumer centric mm-hmm. piece. Mm-hmm. They've kind of focused on, you know, I guess kind of how you started was, you know, calling up the different, the different brands and saying, mm-hmm. you know, this is what's up. We've got these ingredients and, and focusing on that side. Whereas you guys have kind of uh, almost leapfrogged mm-hmm. and gone, okay, look, you know, the, the end consumers who are going to be consuming the products that contain mm-hmm. our ingredients, mm-hmm. you know, they, I guess, are the, the focus of what we're doing. Those are the people mm-hmm. who end up using the products and, mm-hmm. you know, enhance their performance and whatnot. Mm-hmm. What kind of made you innovate in this space mm-hmm. within that context? Like mm-hmm. what, what made you go, look, we need to, st- we need to start investing in, in this content piece when no one else is doing it. Right. You know, you're the first, and I imagine now that there's going to be a lot of Copy follow. Kids. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, right. Because it's working for you. Right. But, you know, that it, it hadn't been done before. Mm-hmm. It was quite risky. Uh-huh. You probably didn't need to do it. Yeah. Where did the motivation come from to do that? Well, I think it was uh, a lot of need. Yeah, we do spend more than everyone else doing this. Mm-hmm. Um well, I, I can't say that. I'm, I'm not internally uh, with other organizations, but let's just say we definitely spend a lot of money, mm-hmm. you know, do, doing this. But I think it was a need, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, sure, we could sit here and pontificate about, oh man, it was a great idea and we were first, but really it's probably someone who just, something just, I bet someone just asked me like, hey, look, do you have information on that? <laughs> you know, something mm-hmm. really mundane mm-hmm. and we provided it. Mm-hmm. And then one thing led to another. Um, I don't have a, a stark moment that's coming to mind, but I think part of it was probably just something really basic like that, really mundane. But also, you know, we started with our partners on generating, you know, clinical studies, spending a lot of money. Mm-hmm. I mean, we had to get generally recognized as safe status mm-hmm. on, um, on T-Cream. Mm-hmm. Just the safety side was, gosh, I mean, maybe five, six hundred thousand dollars, mm-hmm. something just insane. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the, the efficacy on top of that was at least that. So now we got marketing on top of that. So, you know, you're well over a million dollars to launch this, this darn ingredient. Mm-hmm. At, at that point, you're like, you should probably like <laughs> tell people about it. I mean, if you're gonna, it's like buying a Maserati and like parking it in the garage. You're like, ah, yeah. you know, I'll just drive my, my other car, you know, yeah. like you got to kind of tell people. So uh, I, I wish I had a better story for you, but I think it was just literally people asking and then realizing that there's a massive dearth of, of, of content mm-hmm. and people couldn't explain their product. Mm-hmm. 
because brands wanted to do the brand thing. They wanted to market mm-hmm. ingredients. Suppliers wanted, you know, wanted to, you know, supply ingredients, mm-hmm. meaning price and availability. Mm-hmm. Like, do you have leucine? Yes. What's the price? Mm-hmm. Really, really rudimentary. Yep. Marketers just, again, just wanted to put stuff in a bottle and put like skulls and stuff like that on the, on the pre-workout and sell it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a contract manufacturer just wanted to put stuff in a bottle. Mm-hmm. So you had to kind of meld all those three and into something that was coherent. And so, you know, we tried to be good partners to that ingredient or sorry, the, the manufacturer, mm-hmm. like how do you actually formulate with it? Like, how does it taste? Mm-hmm. Does it mix in water? You know, what's its color? Yep. Just basics. And then you had to get with the brand and say, well, here's some messaging. Like, for example, we all know we've had like a duopoly of beta alanine and citrulline malate forever, mm-hmm. right? A long mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. All right, so what's the next one? Mm-hmm. Well, let's talk about that. Who's generating that content? And why would you end that duopoly? Mm-hmm. What What is, you know, a potential, you know, uh, alternative to that beta alanine citrulline malate combo? Yeah. Uh, so for example, like Vaso 6 and Pico 2, for example, um, someone's got to generate the content. Someone's going to have the ideas who's, you know, who's working with brands to, to do that mm-hmm. and who's working with contract manufacturers to flavor and sweeten to make it taste good. Mm-hmm. Um, we're those guys. We're the guys who are, you know, the, the glue mm-hmm. between the brand and the manufacturer who's usually flavoring and sweetening and bottling it. Sure. Yeah, filling the gaps. Where the gap, guys? I yeah. think one of the you know one of the most interesting things that that I've noticed is not until probably the last, I'm I'm going to say twelve months. I'm going to say not until the last twelve months. And I've been in this industry since the early two thousands, um, and not until the last twelve months have I seen from the consumer side, from the retail side, customers now are actually looking for products that contain particular ingredients that aren't just, you know, like forever people have said, oh, look, I want a pre-workout with beta alanine in it, or I want a, um, I want a uh, intra-workout with two-on-one ratio BCAAs, something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. But now consumers are actually coming in and saying, I want a pre-workout with teocrine in it. Right. You know, I want a keto supplement with GoBHB. Right. I want a, um, a pump formula that has Vaso 6. And I feel like, you know, you guys, and this is where I get to the innovation piece, you guys have done an incredible job of actually getting to the end consumer Mm -hmm. and making them aware of these particular patented IP protected ingredients Mm -hmm. that is now actually driving sales for a lot of these brands. You know, back when when I first started, people would come in and they want a pre-workout from BSN. Right, that right. was that was the driving force. Right now, it's I want a pre workout that has teocrine and dynamine in it. Right, and I don't really care what brand it is. I just I just I have heard about those ingredients. I know right. what they do, and that's what I'm looking for in my products. Or right. I want a, a keto supplement with five grams of BHB salts of Go BHB in it. Right, I don't care what brand it is. That's the ingredient I'm looking for. Right, and I feel like you guys have been you know very much responsible for that change in, in consumer trend and, and really driving consumer education 
um, from that perspective, which I think is very, very cool. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like I said, I've never seen it in the industry before. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, even though I think you've kind of shortchanged yourself a little bit where you said it kind of came out of necessity, mm-hmm. um, you know, a lot of things come out of necessity, but there's a difference between kind of recognizing it and actually acting on it. Right. And I think that, you know, you guys taking the, the conscious decision to act on it mm-hmm. and, you know, whether you foresaw that this would kind of be the end result or not, right. um, that's kind of how it's ended up. And, and it's very cool, um, you know, from my perspective to see it. Yes. Um, to see you guys driving that. Right. So uh, I'd be remiss if I didn't say my colleagues are, are driving a lot of this. Mm-hmm. Um, it's true. I generate personally a lot of the content. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but, uh, you know, we work with several partners and my colleagues are driving a lot of that uh, to the consumer and through brands. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not, um, uh, me by any stretch. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, um, I got to mention the brands as well. Uh, so yes, um, we are helping, mm-hmm. but again, we're partners and the brands are doing a lot with what we're providing. Mm-hmm. So yes, we are doing our best mm-hmm. and we'd like to think that we're, you know, doing a good job. Um, but we also have to, you know, um, let the brands know, or let your listeners know that a br- the brands are also helping convey this this material to the to the market as well. So I would say it's a concerted effort on multiple parts. Mm-hmm. It's not just coming, you know, from you know my brain to the consumer. Mm-hmm. It's it's actually, you know, colleagues and brands and and true partnerships to generate content that that. Um, that really enhances the, the the customer's awareness of what's being ingested, and creating really kick rear formulas, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like it's not you know you don't want smoke and mirrors. You want stuff to actually lift weights, performance. Mm-hmm. You know, just actual you know run faster, jump higher, lift more weight, sort of stuff. So um, yeah, I just like to say yeah, uh, we are really really trying. So I appreciate the. Uh, the recognition, but also it's it's many people along this along this um, this path, mm-hmm. and I would say, namely, my colleagues and the and the brands are Absolutely. working well together. Absolutely, Matt. What's next for Compound Solutions? Man, what, what, <laughs> I know it's a, it's a loaded question, but uh, but you know what, what what's next? What does you've had an incredible run the last five years? What does the next five years look like? What does yeah. the next ten years look like? What's what are the what are the grand plans? What's the vision? Yeah, yeah here it is. And, and and my colleagues are looking at me right now, like, okay, here it comes, <laughs> here it comes. So this is the curveball. Here's the curveball. Um, yes, we are we have more ingredients in the pipeline, mm-hmm. absolutely. Mm-hmm. And from what, what you've seen, we're, we already have ideas on how to do what we're doing better. Mm-hmm. So uh, over the next year, you're gonna see you know, real effort along these lines that hopefully will keep us ahead of the competition because mm-hmm. you know, people will copy this, this, this model. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Again, uh, we do have plans for new ingredients. You're going to see them launch. We're going to get much, much better at content. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, hopefully everyone likes it. So that's coming literally imminently. I would say within the next six six months, uh, we're going to have a couple new ingredients and some real 
Yeah, really, really cool things that the customer, that the consumer and the brand will will know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but frankly, over the next five years, um, the pharmacy initiative is where my um, where my heart is. You know, I really believe that you know it's our responsibility to leave the earth a better place, and you know, than when we found it. And this is pharmacy with an F, right? It's pharmacy with the pharmacy initiative mm-hmm. with an F mm-hmm. for pharmacy. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've already spent, I think last year, around $50,000 to, you know, plant gardens in schools, mm-hmm. you know, swing sets, things of this sort. We're going to do the same this year with more gardens and then try to uh, agglomerate all of this information mm-hmm. that might be in, you know, a YouTube video here, Sunset Magazine there about gardening and everything else and really create the Khan Academy of gardening. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you guys know Khan Academy, but it's K-H-A-N, Sal Khan, one of my idols. Um, he created kind of an educational website, mm-hmm. khanacademy.org, mm-hmm. that has all kinds of science and history and things of that sort. Well, do that for gardening because we believe that when you are proximate to an issue, when mm-hmm. you are close to an issue, mm-hmm. you care. Mm-hmm. Well, the earth is obviously near and dear to everyone. You know, water, you know, ask people in Australia. You know, water is obviously mm. near and dear to Australians, but it's also near and dear to we here in Southern California. We've had droughts just like you guys have had. Mm-hmm. So when you are sticking your hands in the earth and you have a bountiful harvest, call it tomatoes or squash or whatever it may be, you're proximate, you're close, and you end up having, having children teach parents how to eat. So we believe that it is our responsibility to both, you know, leave children in a better spot, you know, health-wise, leave earth in a better spot, and to leave the entire country and the globe in a better spot financially. Mm-hmm. We cannot have the chronic diseases that we have today and be financially um, uh, responsible or financially uh, balanced. Mm-hmm you know, X minus Y is a negative number. You know, what we're taking in versus going out is a negative number. Mm -hmm. We can't get heart disease and diabetes at this rate. So it's, in my opinion, my personal responsibility to your children Mm -hmm. and your listeners' children to give everything I have every day to make more gardens and supplement tomatoes, not French fries. Mm -hmm. So that's honestly, maybe not what the listeners were thinking about, but this is the truth. That's the this, is what we're, this is what we're passionate about. Mm-hmm. And this is the vision for the company. Mm-hmm. We're going to use Compound Solutions as the tool to change human nutrition. I think that's very cool. It's very cool yeah. starting with the, you know, uh, with, with the seeds in, in performance supplementation ingredients yep. and kind of taking that very niche market and, and spreading out, you know, to the market, the entire market, I think, is, uh, is, is a very noble vision. Yes. Very cool to hear. Yeah, well, we hope it goes from noble to implementation. Of course, of course. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, I, I would prefer to be completely unknown and no one care as long as we could get gardens and get proximate to the issue. So hopefully it goes from, like I said, like, um, yeah, hopefully we just, it works. Yeah, let's well, do it. Well on your way. Let's rock and roll. Absolutely. Yeah. Matt, thank you very much. 
I appreciate your time. I'm sure the listeners have uh, have enjoyed hearing your story, right from the the grassroots Fitness Times business to where Compound Solution fits in, the journey of the business, what's yeah. planned next. Yeah. Um, very, very uh, insightful and inspirational podcast. So thank you. I appreciate your time. Cool. Likewise, I appreciate your interest. Thanks, Matt. See you. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Massive Joe's Show. Make sure you subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform, whether it be SoundCloud, iTunes, YouTube, Podbean, Stitcher, or TuneIn. And if you enjoyed listening to this episode of The Massive Joe's Show, ensure that you give us a five-star rating on your favorite podcasting platform. Until next time, we're coming to you from MassiveJoe's.com. Stay massive.